And welcome to another episode of Hell's Kitchen Cast, Men with Fear. I am Kingpin Chaos, and joining me tonight, the one, the only, the amazing, the astonishing, Agent Andy Ant-Man Urquhart. What a, what's up, Jazz Hands? Jazz Hands. <laughs> jazz Hands. Oh. <laughs> okay. I can see you uh, there now, doing the Jazz Hands. Yeah, I was, I was doing the Jazz Hands. <laughs> Yeah, no, all good. So, Andy, we are recording this on Comic-Con Eve. Mm-hmm. Neither you or I are going to be in San Diego this year. Again. Nope. But we are going to... We will be covering... I'm sure there will be a long show next week. We might have to do two shows. One for Comic-Con and one for Daredevil. You may want to think about that. Mm, we'll see it depends I think it just depends what Marvel announces like if they come out and they announce a bunch of things that we need to talk about then yeah we'll need to do extra (laughs) but if they just go blah 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 and tell us the usual stuff then uh, we can easily squeeze that into the show but I mean they're having a proper presence this year which they didn't have last year Right. so hopefully we'll see a bit more things announced like i'd like to see them announce like the new slate going forward because it's kind of mixed up a bit since the last time they were at comic-con yeah well i mean they keep saying that they didn't have anything to show last year which i think is bullshit but yeah yeah. it just saved some money that was that was ike ike was was uh and control the push strings there he's like nope we don't need to go there everyone knows about civil war don't need to go Yeah, they probably had some footage to show by then. I mean, there's rumors that we're gonna see, that uh, there will be Guardian stuff uh, this year. Yeah, I would I would expect so. So you would think that maybe we would get something. Mm, we'll see. So, but um, I know my I was my wife was just telling me before uh, we start recording that she's already found us a couple of. Uh, Comic-Con specials on television. Various networks mm. have a few things. So okay. She's DVRing them, so I'll be sure to watch them. One of them is that god-awful thing that I watched last year that was absolutely horrible from Spike TV. 
For some reason, they did not call us again, Andy. I mean, you and I would do so much better than the idiots they had doing this thing. But I, mm-hmm. I, I guess we're not dude bros enough. Nope. Or nope. hipster. You know, I, I yeah. uh, it, it was it was truly the worst hour of television I had ever seen. <laughs> wow. But, uh, you know, I will suffer through it again this year uh, just to see if there's anything interesting. I don't even think there was anything interesting last year. It was, it was horrendous. They don't have, like, interviews or anything like that, no? Not with anything that I really cared about. Mm. And, yeah, I it, it was... It, it was pretty much uh, worthless, but hey, we'll check it out, see if there's anything uh, worth mentioning, and report back to you guys. We're also going to have, um, like I said, there's other shows that we're catching, and I'm sure if we look on Twitch, we can probably live stream uh, some of the press conferences, I would hope. Yeah, um, I, I don't know if they if they live stream those quite as much as like what uh, like the video game companies do for E3, because... They are very, very tight with the uh, the footage that gets put out. They, they like to they like it to be very exclusive to what's going on there. So like, usually, what happens is I, I don't I actually don't think they live stream it at all. Um, now now that I think of it, I'm sure in the last couple of years it's always been like someone they they've put up like the video footage of the panel or the announcements afterwards, mm-hmm. and it's always it's always got the footage that they show to the audience cut out every time. Yeah, and inevitably somebody manages to record a mm-hmm. snippet of it, or like records it on their phone or whatever. But they are very, very tight on that at these panels. And oh, I'm, I'm sure you. They're I'm insane. Sure you can to that in New York. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to finish around a puzzle quest, and they're about ready to smash my phone in half. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the, the people that record it must be like they must use Google Glasses or something like that to do it, like a GoPro. Yeah, you, I mean, (laughs) you really, I mean, it requires effort, and I don't even know if it's worth it. Uh, I mean, like, the YouTube hits, it probably Uh, is, that moment, the YouTube whores. Yeah, they do get taken down very quickly, and, you know, I'd I'd rather wait, I'd rather they put it out, like, a bit sooner, to be Mm -hmm. honest, like, if, if, like, Marvel come out and and put the the trailers out a couple days later. Then cool. These people still got to see it first. That's fine, and now everyone else gets to see it. I'm cool with that. Because, because like all you're going off of is like a lot. A lot of websites get a, a lot of clickbait from people that have been mm. at the panels. They write like a vivid description of what happened in the footage, and then they post it up anyway. So, <laughs> I think it's better yeah. that you see it rather than like have someone else's vivid description of it. I agree. So, but yes, uh, San Diego Comic Con is. I guess, I guess it kind of it, it probably is already starting in, to some extent, but gets into full swing Friday. Yeah. So. Um, but rest assured, we will be at New York Comic Con this year. Thanks. Well, you you I will you yeah. you, uh, yeah. you and uh, your your wife will yep. I, I unfortunately cannot make the trip, but one year we got to get you here. One year, one year I'll get there. <laughs> we'll see how long she goes for. <laughs> yeah, it's not a Patreon now, Chip. <laughs> there we go. 
<laughs> we're not going to do that. Don't no, we? <laughs> no. We're, I, I, you know, I can't stand shows that do that shit. Sit there and spend 20 minutes uh, of their show uh, pimping for uh, donations and stuff like that. Mm. So it, it just, I find it cheapens the show. Mm. Yeah. So. Don't worry, people. You, unless things change drastically, Andy and I never plan to uh, sit there and start pimping Patreon and begging for money. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I can't ever see us ever see us doing that. It doesn't fit with our ethos. I'm <laughs> um, speaking of uh, Comic Con on on Friday, like you said, uh, there is going to be an Agents of Shield panel. Okay, cool. Uh, so that's on Friday at three o'clock. Uh, well, three o'clock. I assume local time. Yeah, Whatever which would that be <laughs> that would be six Eastern here, so about eleven your time. Yeah, I I don't like like I said, don't believe they're live streaming that, so it will it will be available at some point through that weekend afterwards uh, to go on YouTube or whatever and watch. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll have to try and uh, remember to go look for it. Yeah, it's the usual: uh, Clark Gregg, Magna Way, and Chloe Bennett. Henry Simmons, Elizabeth Hentridge, and Ian DeKeerstacker with uh, Jed Whedon and Marissa Tang, uh, I don't know how to pronounce her name, <laughs> and uh, Jeffrey Bell. And also uh, Jeff Loeb is moderating the panel. So it's the usual. And uh, those attending will, quote-unquote, share the secrets, lies, and dangers of making Season 3 and also see exclusive footage and surprise moments and be the first to learn what's in store for Season 4. You know, I really wish they would do that type of panel at New York Comic Con. New mm. York, I mean, we all we get is the episode a couple of days early. I always feel like we get cheated. Well, I mean, by by the time like New York Comic Con comes along, mm. the show's about to air, isn't it? Like, it's already <laughs> it's usually an episode three or four by then. But yeah, couldn't yeah. you? Uh, I mean, first of all, bring some more of the cast. Mm. You know, usually maybe we get Clark Gregg, maybe we get Chloe Bennett, but, uh, you know. Well, who cares about those other people? <laughs> true. No. Um, but, no, no, but I, you know, I, I feel cheated. Mm. You know, I would, I would love, uh, I would love a panel. I would love a real q and I would love uh, discussing what, you know, discuss the first few episodes with us, discuss, you know, give us some uh, hints or teasers as to what we can expect coming up. You know, give us some, uh, showing us uh, the episode three days early really doesn't do much. It, it saves you from having to watch it one more time. <laughs> like, because we, we always watch the mm. episodes twice, so it Gives you one of your watches early. Uh, you're not selling me on it, Andy. And, and it means that uh, like, you don't need to worry about it because like, usually the show airs during the B team. So Yeah. Um, still, it still, it's still not. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, more than uh, five minutes of Q&A, okay? Mm. Um, give, and, you know... I, th- I think I, I would just like to get more insight into the show. Uh, mm. See the you know the, we go to a, I go to a lot of panels. 
the cast is there. They talk about their characters. They talk about uh, upcoming episodes, uh, things that they're that they are planning to do, or maybe give you some insight into a funny incident that happened while filming the latest episode, or things like mm. that. And we get none of it. We get we get Tuesday's episode Saturday. <laughs> yeah. But maybe they'll maybe they'll do more questions this year. What, what question would you ask if you got to ask a question? So when are you guys coming on Agents of Shieldcast with me and Andy? <laughs> well, I don't know if they would let you ask that, and, and and what would they say to that? Really, they'd be like, "Yeah, next week, cool." <laughs> um, and then we would sit here and wait for them to come. I, you know, I would. I'd have to think about the question, but, and, you know, usually I will, I actually do try to uh, get in line for it, but I mean, the line forms pretty quickly and usually uh, I have crappy seats and can't get to the spot in time, but um, I I would come up with a question, you know, whether, you know, maybe something about what's going on in the current uh, season, Uh, can we expect, uh, has there been any talk uh, of uh, anyone showing uh, of anyone from Shield showing up uh, in Infinity War? You know things mm. like that. Mm. Do you know what my question would be? What's that? Where the fuck is Lola? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I wouldn't say fuck, but yeah, where is Lola? Where the hell is Lola? <laughs> we haven't seen Lola for like two seasons at this point, really. Yeah, we haven't seen her since she flew down in uh, with uh, Sky and. Uh, and uh, Coulson in her. Yeah, because I mean, I think that would actually be. I'd I'd be interested to hear the answer, whether it's like a case of budget or if it's like the car is broken. Like, <laughs> well, they're say, well, Mac made a Lola for you last year. Mm. And my response would would be, yeah, but it doesn't fly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But yeah, I look forward to seeing what uh, what they've got to say about that panel. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of uh, Comic Con as well, Marvel is doing their uh, their usual uh, this this special deal for Marvel Unlimited, which uh, does not sponsor the show, even though you get well, you know, you, if you put in the code <laughs> Agents of Shieldcast, you do get zero percent off. Well, in this case, in this case, you're. You should use the code dollar at the checkout because you will get uh, your first month for one dollar, which is 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 a little bit better than zero percent off. So you say. <laughs> so this offer is only good while uh, New York Comic Con, uh, New York, well, San Diego Comic Con is on. Um, Marvel Limited is a pretty fantastic service. Like I think there are seventeen thousand comics there right now. Yeah, you know. Uh... We're kind of joking around here, but yeah, uh, one of the, I think uh, one of the coolest things ever is uh, Marvel Unlimited. It is a, and this is not a paid endorsement. Warner Brothers or Marvel <laughs> or nobody else has paid us to say that this. We want we want to make that clear right now. We're not one of those YouTube whores. Um, it, but I mean, overall, just. Especially with the price of comic books these days, you go to the store. Yep. A comic book is four or five bucks. That's ridiculous for 
10 well for your first month you can get it for a buck but for 10 bucks or less than 10 bucks a month if you do it right uh you get access to pretty much the entire marvel library there's about 17,000 books there now you said Yep, over 17,000 books now, which I think when I started like reading Marvel Unlimited, it was 13,000, so that's mm -hmm. probably two, three years ago now, so they've added like 4,000 books in that time. So even even just that, like I haven't even read like 10% of that. No. You know? <laughs> but but the cool thing is like you can you can read entire storylines, you can uh, you know, you can read the actual Civil War comic book. You can read uh, Infinity War. Which one am I doing right now? Um, I'd have to look. But, uh, you know, and they have all the issues. They have them uh, in order, so all the tie-ins are in the right spot, so you can read them uh, in order when, you, uh, when, when you're reading the story. And for, a buck a, for the, a buck for the first month, you should at least give it a try. If you do the Absolutely. Unlimited Plus... Then you get to go to cool events. Like last year, I couldn't do it because it, I think it was like a day before I was leaving on vacation or something like that. Mm. But we were invited to go to a, the premiere of Daredevil. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was like two weeks before mm. season two came and they were doing a special in New York. And mm. we got invited to go down to it. And I was like, I just can't get the time right now. Hmm. So yeah, I mean, you can get Marvel Unlimited on iPhone, iPad, Android, uh, on your computer, yep. everywhere, basically. And, and it, honestly, uh, being able to have the each uh, panel full screen on your uh, tablet mm. is pretty cool. You really get to, it, the art just pops. You also get to see the all the defects day, yeah. in the art. <laughs> yeah, uh, t a 10-inch or so tablet, mm -hmm. about the same size as a comic book. Is the perfect way to, to read these comic books, and yeah. uh, they, they do add they do add new books every single week as well. Um, they're about six months behind, so basically they they put the books on every week that came out six months ago, right. give or take. Yeah. Now I got a question for you. Hmm? When you uh, when you read it on a ten inch tablet, do you read it panel by panel or do you read it full page? Uh, generally full page. I. I'm not the biggest fan of panel by panel. Uh, however, if I if I'm ever reading on my phone, if mm -hmm. I'm reading comics on my phone, I tend to read panel by panel because it's just too small to read mm -hmm. it in any other way. But if I'm reading on like a tablet, then yeah, yeah full page. And sometimes like I'll, I'll zoom in and stuff to uh, get a bit more detail and things like that. Mm -hmm. and occasionally, I'll switch it to panel by panel, but mostly full page. Well, because I have old feeble eyes. Mm. I love the the pan, uh, panel by panel. I just kind of like to, I don't know, <laughs> like read it the way it was intended. Yeah, read it the way that I would read it if I was reading the comic book. Mm. So, but yeah, it's a, a great service. Um, and anyone that's not checked out yet, one dollar for your first month, check out. And like most, I would assume that most people that listen to this show are Marvel fans so they, they might be aware of this already but i, I, See, I thought like, they were all dc I, fans here but yeah, yeah. <laughs> i certainly like to point out every time when something like this comes up where you can get a bit of added value for something like this yeah definitely i wonder if any of the the games will do anything special this weekend for uh, comic-con 
I uh, haven't heard anything. Um, have you heard about anything for Puzzle Quest now? Not yet. I heard we might be getting Age of Ultron again this weekend. Hmm. Those are actually quite fun events. I they love those events. The nodes and stuff, yeah. The last one, unfortunately, Andy Andy was moving the week uh, they did it, and uh, Andy, with everyone knows, Andy's favorite character is Ant Man, and you missed out on getting uh, three Ant Man covers. <laughs> it's like, dude, just just go and play one game. Just yeah. <laughs> go to the bathroom at your work and uh, play. Just play around real quick. <laughs> So, but yeah, I, I I hear it's gonna be Pro- Professor X covers this time. Okay. So. Which? Well, I don't have him, so that's that's good for me. I just championed him. Got got to catch them all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm down to three. I'm missing three. Oh wow! I'm missing. How many characters are they up to now? Uh, if I'm missing three, a hundred and six. Holy shit. I'm missing uh, the the Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. They release Bruce Banner the week they kill him in the comics. Um, yep. The five star Iron Man and Hawk Girl. Hawk Girl. Oh yeah, Hawkeye. Kate Bishop. Uh, Kate Bishop. Yeah. Hawk Girl. <laughs> I don't. Th- she's definitely not called Hawk Girl. I'm calling her Hawk Girl. <laughs> See, she's Hawkeye. And and Clint Barton is Hawk Guy. That's that's what that's what they call him. Mm, Jesus. <laughs> it isn't that's not the name of the comic book or anything like that, but uh, they they refer to him sometimes in in the books as Hawk Guy, because she's about. <laughs> okay, I think that's stupid, but all right. And they share a dog, <laughs> though I guess. Yeah, it's like a, it's a kind of it's a joke basically. Yeah, in the comics. It's quite funny. Um. One or two other little bits and pieces. Uh, Luke Cage got its first poster. Yeah, saw that. Which looks a lot more comic booky than I thought it would, which is very mm. cool. I'm looking forward he to look- that series. He looks enormous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in, in, in this poster, he looks like the Hulk, <laughs> which is not representative of him in the show, but still, cool poster. Uh, 30th September. Uh, all episodes will drop, which is not that far away. Like I was like, "Holy shit, that's actually quite soon." Well, if there's a three month hiatus and no Marvel show this year, since uh, uh, Agent Carter isn't coming back, we'll have something to talk about on the hiatus. Yeah, it's going to be our winter winter mm-hmm. uh, showcase. Yep, we talk about Luke Cage. I-, I can't wait to see it. It's going to be great, and that will be. I don't know. I wonder what type of uh, presence they'll have at uh, New York Comic Con. Mm. Because that will be about two weeks, a week or two weeks after uh, after it premieres. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm sure there's... Did, did we not see there's going to be a panel there? I can't remember. I, I think so. It's, yeah. it's, so, it's sure. still early to, to firm up panels mm. for New York, but... True, true. I, I'm sure there is a panel for Luke Cage at, at San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so just one or two other bits of news to round up. Uh, Captain America is getting a 13-foot bronze statue of himself in New York. Okay, where? It is going to be in Brooklyn. Okay. In Sunset Park. Okay. 
So this is the MCU version of Captain mm-hmm. America, who's from Brooklyn. I think the comic book, the comic book one is actually from somewhere else. I can't remember where it is, but um, yeah, so this is the MCU version. And there is going to be like a special edition comic at, at San Diego Comic-Con about this as well, which is, is quite weird, but okay. So they're tying it into the MCU with this comic book. Okay. Um, I'll have to see if I can go see it. Now, since it's the MCU uh, Captain America, so, the, so this is going to be the Hydra one, right? <laughs> no, he's not Hydra in the MCU. That's just... Even in the 616, he's not really Hydra. Oh, that's right. The MCU, that's right. Yeah. Um... But in the 616, he's Hydra. No, he's not really. He was Hydra for one issue. <laughs> and then they went, no, he's not really Hydra. We were we were messing with you. It's like, okay, I see what you did there. You sold a lot of issues. Well done. So I wonder if, uh, I'm wondering if uh, th- they're just messing with the Hulk that way too. Is it, are they just screwing around with people? Grabbing, um, grabbing headlines mm. with Wee Wee Williams and all that shit, or do you think uh, do you think the Hulk's dead for a while? I mean, it, it's comic books. Like they'll kill him off. He'll come back one day, probably a year down the line. New Hulk number one. There you go. Next, do you know when they'll relaunch it? When a Hulk movie comes out, that's when they always redo a book. There ain't no Hulk movie coming for a while, though, dude. Yeah, so, I mean, you can kill him off and forget him for a couple of years and then he'll come back. No, it's the Hulk. <laughs> it's, well, they've still got the Hulk. Amadeus chose the Hulk now. Stupid. He's not your Hulk. He's no. not my Hulk. But, okay. <laughs> so, um, just uh, one other news story to talk about, and it's the Emmys, Chip. Yeah, we get screwed again. <laughs> so... Obviously, the Emmys are effectively the Oscars for TV. Mm-hmm. That's that's about right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the awards for best picture or best television show, best episode, best actor. Yeah. So I mean, we don't tend to follow these too closely because it's kind of rare that like the shows that we cover get nominated. Like I don't think Agent Carter has ever been nominated, and Shield has been nominated but did not win mm-hmm. previously. It was nominated for, I forget what it was. Special effects. Yeah, special effects, like a couple of years ago. But uh, this year, both Daredevil and Jessica Jones have been nominated in sort of. some lesser categories. Yes, no no uh, best actor, no best actress, but no best supporting actor for... Um well, this, this year, yeah, John Barenthal, because it, it wouldn't be Kingpin. That would have been last year. So basically, uh, Jessica, or Daredevil got uh, nominated for stunts. Yep, Daredevil got nominated for stunt coordination for a drama series and outstanding sound editing for a series. And Jessica Jones got... Good title sequence. 
Yeah, so got, Jessica Jones got nominated for Outstanding Main Title Design and Outstanding Main Title Theme Music. I don't remember the theme music from Jessica Jones. I don't think it was that good. So, okay. <laughs> Basically, they got snubbed again. Yeah, but they are nominated. I don't know that they'll win any of those. Daredevil could win stunts. It could. Because the stunts there are pretty good. You know, that reminds me. Did uh, that other show get nominated for stunts? Stunt coordination. No. The, it, it's... Uh, it's uh, competitors are Game of Thrones, Gotham, Rush Hour, and The Blacklist. I mean, I would certainly say the level stunts were better than all of those, but being that it's Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones will probably win. Mm, I don't know. I think Daredevil, you know, there is some great stunt coordination in there. We have the stairwell fight this mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Um, you gotta at least uh, think that that counts for something. And, you know, supposedly you're supposed to watch the show before you vote. Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, if if it was based on like, I mean, I've I've seen all those shows and the stunts and Daredevil are far better than than Game of Thrones and the other shows as well. I, I don't think even can like go and go to the toe with either of those two shows. But Daredevil's is far better. I mean, like you said, that stairwell scene mm-hmm. <laughs> and the scenes later on in the in the season as well that are like. Yeah, the, some of the fights in this season are just outstanding. There was a decent fight in this week's episode, too. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, yeah, Daredevil should win that. But, I don't know, people, I think people tend to get the, put the blinders on a wee bit when it comes to Game of Thrones. And they, they, like, they like to try to make headlines by giving them the most awards ever and all that sort of shit. So. Dumb. I totally agree. I, I can't see Jessica Jones winning for this title sequence, so I don't think it was that good. And do we really care about the fucking title sequence? It, no. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I mean, uh, I don't know. That's like uh, that's like getting uh, a uh, participation award, <laughs> you know, yeah. in Little League. Your team came in last, but you still get a trophy. I, I do think that, like, Daredevil especially should have been nominated for, like, the main, uh, what is it, the dra- drama series. Yes, I agree. It's, let's just take a quick look and see the ones that are nominated, right, and we'll not spend much time on this. I just wanted to do this one category. Um, the, the shows that are nominated for Outstanding Drama Series are Better Call Saul, Downton Abbey, Game of Thrones, Homeland, House of Cards, Mr. Robot, and the Americans. Okay, I've only watched one of those shows. <laughs> okay, so I've seen, I'm, I've seen more of them. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I've seen a, I saw the first season of Game of Thrones. I just never got into it. I saw a couple seasons of Homeland, and that kind of didn't do it for me after uh, a season or two. It just, mm-hmm. did, you know. Um, after after what's his face left it the, the I can forget his name the ginger guy okay whatever um 
And the only other one I, I watch on a regular basis, and it is a pretty cool show, is The Americans. I've I've never seen The Americans. I have not yet seen Mr. Robot, although mm. it does I do intend to watch it at some point. House of Cards is very boring. Um Homeland, like I said, stopped watching it after uh Nicholas I'm sure his name is Nicholas something. Uh, after he left the show. Game of Thrones is very good, but not as good as Daredevil. Downton Abbey, <laughs> no. <laughs> Just nonsense and Better Call Saul is a very good show again not as good as Daredevil Daredevil's better than all of those shows yeah I can, I can go with that but you know unfortunately you and I are biased true and true I'm, but <laughs> and at the same time you know uh, it has the comic book show superhero th- stigma mm, yep which is bogus but you know hey that's just the way it's that's just the way it is sci-fi comic book pop culture pulp things uh just get uh get the short end of the stick all the time and it sucks i, I think it's got a lot of the netflix stigma attached to it as well because they do these sort of watchers don't seem to like to uh honor these uh, on-demand shows too much house of and cards kind of- is in there I know, I know that, and it is that is changing, but it's changing slowly. Like, I mean, what season is House of Cards on now? Like four, five, before it's finally getting. I, th- I believe it's been nominated before and whatnot, but uh, before it's kind of getting mm. getting up there, and they're like they're like, oh, we can't ignore this anymore. It's too popular. So many people like it. We need to include this. Yeah, I. Yeah. It's unfortunate. I mean, you and I would have a certainly have a different list. Yeah, definitely. It would be entirely full of superhero shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, maybe if we're desperate for a topic one week, we're gonna have to do the Shield casties. Yes, I like it. <laughs> Outstanding title design in a superhero TV show. <laughs> we'll work on that. Maybe yeah. maybe we can do something uh, before uh, the beginning of this season. Yeah. Or may or during uh, our during um, during uh, the Christmas break, something like that. We'll we'll work on that. I I, I like the idea. And we'll come up with a bunch of uh, topics, and maybe we can get a few guests to join us. Mm. Yep. So, all right. Um, why don't we get into the episode, Andy? Yes, yes, let's do it. Okay, so this is Season 2, Episode 6 of Daredevil, which the episode was called Regrets Only. Which seems like... Half a sentence. Well, no, that's what you usually do uh, for RSVPs if you're not coming. Only, you know, RSVP if you're not coming or something like that. Yeah, okay. Great, only. Okay, that makes sense. I don't know that that makes sense in this episode, but okay. Well, you um, have the big RSVP party, or that big party, I guess. Yeah. You know, the fancy <laughs> party. That's the only thing that, that's the only way I'm... Uh, figuring it in. 
Okay, so this episode uh, kicked off with a bunch of motorbikes. <laughs> and yep. uh, the very obvious uh, Ducati uh, product placement in there. All right, I wasn't paying that close attention, but okay. Well, they shone a light on the ah. on the uh, the Ducati like thing. They're like, "Look, it's Ducati." Like, okay, I see. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so the Yakuza out on town driving their motorbikes about. Um, basically, the these Yakuza guys have gone to take down the hacker, which is obviously Electra from last week. She hacked into their security. And they get up to the Electra's flat and they have Electra fight them off. And it's quite a cool fight scene. So here's my uh, here's my gripe for the episode. Mm-hmm. As uh, they're disembarking from their bikes and getting uh, and starting to walk in, at least one guy is assembling and pulling out his gun, which was some type of automatic pistol. <laughs> machine gun, something like that. Mm-hmm. Then they go into the apartment and nobody uses a gun. They're using chains, they're using clubs, they're doing uh, karate or whatever, you know, martial arts. Nobody mm-hmm. used a goddamn gun. I, I can't say that I noticed a gun at all, to be honest. But yeah, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Um, yeah, that's a bit strange. Although, I mean, you they must... I've been trying to take them out stealthily, and they failed miserably. Yeah, Electra and Matt took them down actually really quite easily. Yeah, they got the jump on them. Yep, <laughs> but it was cool to see Electra and Matt working together, and Electra didn't kill anyone. She just broke some girl's arm. So that that's another thing that I've noticed, and you've actually seen the whole season. Uh, Electra is missing her size, and yep. that's S A I guys. Mm, yep. <laughs> Her Raphael weapons. Yep. <laughs> yes, she is. There's... But yeah, after this fight... <laughs> I'll be interested to see if she gets them in this season. Because that would be a major blunder in my mind. Mm. That's it, yep, Andy. Keep after... quiet. Keep quiet. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm, saying, I'm saying nothing. Um, but yeah... So after uh, after this fight, Electra just kind of turns to Matt and goes, "Hungry?" <laughs> she's just kind of she's quite inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, nonchalant. She, like, yeah, we just beat up all these guys. Let's go get some food. Hey, she worked up an appetite. Yeah, she did. She did quite a big appetite, and uh, we then see her and Matt eating uh, at a diner. And he tells her that she's eaten enough. <laughs> like, no, no, you've eaten enough now. Time to talk. And she's just like, no, no, more food. Give me the pie. This this yeah. was a fun scene. Yeah, it was really funny. Um, so she <laughs> she tells him how she knew that he was Daredevil, and she says that she would know his ass anywhere, even in the the, the Daredevil costume. <laughs> And you've been working out, and I appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> uh, he advises her to get her money out of Roxxon and tells her to finish her food and get out of his city. <laughs> but she refuses because she wants to be his partner, and eventually he does kind of reluctantly agree to help her like take down the Yakuza once and for all. Um, he, he does say, however, that 
if we do this, there's to be no killing. She's like, okay, as long as there's no sex. He's like, what? What? <laughs> You're crazy. Uh, she, and he calls her, he calls she, her arrogant. <laughs> she knows how to push his buttons. It's hilarious. Yes, it is. And uh, he, he says to her, what makes you think every man you meet wants to sleep with you? And she's like, well, because so far they have. <laughs> she's like, okay. And he's, yeah, so they, they, come to, they, they come to a deal. There's no killing and no sex and pie. Yes, give me back the pie. Yes. That's a deal breaker. <laughs> so now over at uh, Nelson and Murdoch, I believe this is like later, later on that morning or the next, uh, the next day, uh, a public defender has uh, come over to get Karen to sign her statement from the, that she gave to the NYPD. This guy's name is Roth. I didn't catch his first name. However, the NYPD has changed up her statement somewhat and changed some of the details basically to reflect more more, more badly on the Punisher. <laughs> Which, yeah, they, I mean, everything was already bad enough, but they've fudged it a little bit. They've embellished. Yes. And they've, they've really taken some of the things that she said and went, yeah, okay, that doesn't work as well going that way. Let's try it this way. Like, uh, there's one part where she said that she went up the stairs and Punisher went down the stairs and in this statement they said that he was pursuing her down the stairs when he wasn't at all uh, we find out that Reyes is basically planning to extradite Castle to Delaware where he supposedly killed some uh, dogs of hell dogs of hell? yes yep. that's right yep. um, so that they can uh, so that they can push for the death penalty there, because they have the death penalty in that state, but they don't have it in New York. Right. Uh, Karen refuses to sign the statement, and they send this they send this guy on his way, because he's just he's kind of a, a patsy essentially, who's just fresh out of law school, and he is is basically under the thumb of the DA. Mm -hmm. uh, Matt decides that he wants to help the Punisher so that he doesn't get the death penalty. Uh, Karen agrees, and Foggy is pretty against this idea. He's like, no, 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 let's leave this alone. This is nothing to do with us. We've done our bit. Let's leave it alone. But <laughs> Karen kind of leaves him, leaves him to it here. And uh, Foggy then asks Matt, is this about saving a vigilante? Which obviously... Matt is a vigilante, mm -hmm. and you can kind of see the parallels going on here. And, and Matt's like, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. And he does know the Punisher story. Mm -hmm. he, he does know there's more to it than this is not just, uh, he's not just a raving psycho. Yes, yes. He has reasons for everything that he's, that he's done. Uh, is it a good enough reason to kill people? Probably not, but we can see how he's got to that conclusion. Um, but yeah, Matt says that he's a person, he shouldn't have to die. And Foggy kind of reluctantly agrees. So they head over to the the hospital to see the Punisher. And we see that Brett is there. And he's now detective. He's got a shiny promotion with a shiny new badge and a suit and a tie. There's not clip on. And Reyes is taking care of him. Yes. Uh, Nelson and Murdoch meet with the Punisher and... Even though it's career suicide for them, basically, uh, 
the DA basically Matt says to uh, the Punisher that the DA wants him dead and they'd like to know why and Karen shows him the picture of his family that she got from his house and he's like where did you get this uh, the, the DA then bursts in at this point and uh, orders them out and says that this is a whole, like, they can't be here soliciting for business uh, without the permission of the public defender, etc., etc. And uh, she claims that it was it's a conflict of interest because they represented one of the puncher's victims. However, Matt kind of loyals up on her and uh, shows his awesome loyaling skills and says, well... If you look at it, really, if you file that conflict of interest, all the evidence of a grotto and this potential conflict of interest has gone missing. Uh, but they have their copies of the files, and where are the DA's ones? <laughs> so yeah, she kind of reluctantly agrees to let them meet with uh, the Punisher, and he uh, it does turn out that he wants them to be his lawyers. Because, well, why wouldn't you? Like These people seem like actual lawyers rather than just like some guy in a suit. And he wants access to Karen. Yes. So whilst um, whilst Matt, Karen, Foggy are kind of discussing what their next move is with uh, this, the Punisher case, um, a driver comes by to take Matt away to his new client <laughs> that he's still not told Karen or Foggy anything about. Uh, so he leaves and Matt and Karen kind of kiss on, on the way out. And Foggy's like, whoa, what's going on here? But they, they're not labeling it yet. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a good recovery by, by Karen, I thought. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, we don't know what to call this yet, but... <laughs> so, uh, obviously, the, the driver has showed up, and it's Electra again, obviously, uh, taking Matt out on another trip, <laughs> which is kind of like a date, Uh but yeah, she's basically taking him to a gala to steal a top secret rocks on file. And she plans to do this by stealing an accountant's key card. Right. Uh, we find out that there's been 37 murder charges and 98 lesser charges being levied at the Punisher. And it's time to play 20 questions with a colour. However, he doesn't want to talk to Foggy at all. He's like, you go away. Go away, boy. Uh, he just wants to talk to Karen. And Foggy's not cool with this, but Karen says, I'll do it. Yep. I think she, she kind of feels that she's got to know him a little bit through like researching his case and whatnot. So she she kind of yeah. understands a little bit of what's going on in his head, at least. Um, so the uh, she tells him that the official report that Reyes is putting out says that his family was killed in their car whilst they were stopped at a traffic light by... A guy with a nine millimeter pistol, basically, and that's horseshit, because they were in fact in in the park at the carousel, and they ended up getting involved with a crossfire between the the cartel, the Irish, and the bikers. Uh, Frank says he feels guilty that he didn't keep keep his family safe, essentially, and that's why he's kind of upset. Because <laughs> you would be upset anyway, but mm. he he feels those those pangs quite deeply. Now, over at the gala, Electra loves Matt's stupid tie. And he notices that she's turning a lot of heads, so she must look nice. <laughs> and she's raising a lot of heart rates. Yeah. 
And she does look fantastic, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Roxon Security is watching this accountant guy very closely, so they can't just like walk up to him and engage him. They have to get him alone. So Matt concocts a plan on the spot. Uh, he grabs a glass of red wine and kind of waits and then accidentally spills the wine on the accountant's ridiculous white tux. What's so this ridiculous guy, about it? He looks... He looks ridiculous. For one, you should never wear a white tux. Ever. Like, just don't wear a white tux. Okay, I didn't realize this was a, an episode of the Fashion Police, but okay. <laughs> have you ever Mr. worn a white Blackwell. tux? Mr. Blackwell. Yes, have I did a wear a white oh, yeah, tux. Okay. I wore uh, to my prom, <laughs> which was in the middle of the... It was, was uh, the, the hot show on TV at the time was Miami Vice. Mm-hmm. And I wore a white tux from the uh, Miami Vice collection with a turquoise cummerbund. Okay, so back then, acceptable. <laughs> no, not acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, now you should never, you should never wear a white tux. You're just asking for some blind guy to spill red wine on you. I should not wear white clothes ever because I'm a sloppy eater, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I kind of tried to go by that rule as well. I better really wear white. (laughs) Especially if pasta's involved. Forget about it. (laughs) Break out either the red, you know, a red shirt or a black shirt. So yeah, the... uh... Back over at the hospital, the Punisher says that he would he wouldn't have hurt Karen. He was only after Grotto because uh, he shot the old lady, and he kind of tells her about that. And we already knew about that from him telling Daredevil about it anyway. He also tells her that he was a scout sniper, and if he wanted her dead, she would be dead. Uh, we find out that he never. She went doesn't back find to that reassuring. Side. No, no, she doesn't. She's like, well, you say that now, but when you were shooting at me, mm, didn't no, didn't feel that. <laughs> Uh, we do find out that he never went back to his house after his family was killed, which you can kind of understand, mm-hmm. like the memories and stuff like that. You, you Maybe it would be too upsetting for him. Uh, however, Karen does tell him about all the things that were in his house, and it's basically like a kind of time capsule. Mm-hmm. All Everything that was left there before they left the house that morning was still there in the exact same place, the dishes and the toys lying about and, uh, and all that sort of stuff. And he kind of has a bit of reminiscing about his family and, and whatnot and she gives him the picture so he agrees to answer her questions. Now at the gala, um, Matt follows the accountant into the toilet and knocks out the uh, the Yakuza guards and the accountant as well, steals his key cards and flushes their headsets down the toilet. <laughs> and they have like these little sensors for you to flush the toilet which I thought was quite cool. Just like wave your hand in front of it and it flushes. Oh, oh you don't have those over there? Yeah, I don't know that I've ever seen one. <laughs> <laughs> nope. uh, yeah, mo- I would say 90% of the toilets in public facilities these days are all hands-free. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense for uh, hygiene reasons. Yes. <laughs> it's a very good invention, but mm-hmm. it has not, has not come over here so much. <laughs> You, you, you just wave your hand, you know, or basically you don't even have to wave your hand on the toilet. It will do it when it senses the door opens. And mm. uh, same thing with the soap dispenser, the sink, mm. and the paper towels. 
See, we have like the handrails and stuff like that that are all automatic, but yeah, fl automatic flushing toilets. I haven't seen too many of those over here, and I don't go. I don't tend to go to swanky restaurants like this or like whatever this is. Uh, so. I don't tend to see that sort of stuff, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I certainly haven't seen this in uh, much over here. So uh, now that they've got the key Japan, card, man, Electra. Yeah. If you ever go to Japan, check out the <laughs> check out the uh, electronic toilet seats. It's fascinating <laughs> and horrifying <laughs> at the same time. What they have <laughs> built into toilet seats. Mm. So. I I don't know if I want to. <laughs> Yeah, um, Matt and Electra head up in the elevator. Uh, Electra loops the security cameras so that they have free access to floor 13, I believe it was. And back over at the hospital, we find out that uh, the cops in Delaware have no evidence to charge to charge Frank with the murders of the dogs of hell there, so the death sentence is now off the table. So that's one piece of good news. However, uh, the DA did want to charge uh, the Punisher with three life sentences back to back with no parole but Foggy's managed to get her down to a plea deal to one life sentence with the possibility of parole in 25 years however he will be in gen pop which is just the kind of rank and file he's not going to be in segregation at all which can, can you hear me yep all yep. right for some reason, my mute button is not working tonight, um, which which is basically a death sentence. Yeah, so the obviously he's killed a number of well, a lot of gang members from the three different gangs at this point. Um, so the the chances of him making it through twenty five years is slim to none. Right, even though he's a badass. Um, basically, this is Reyes betting on the gangs to kill him mm -hmm. rather than having to do it through the law. She does not want him alive. And why? It's like, why? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she does not want whatever he knows to get out. Mm -hmm. His true story. So, Foggy tells him, well, basically, this is the best deal that you're ever going to get. Plead guilty. And he's like, okay, I'll plead guilty. So, they get the DA comes in, the judge comes in. And they ask him how they they tell him like the charges and they, how do you plead? Not, Not guilty, guilty. You, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, he calls her a witch. Yeah, a witch. Yeah. So <laughs> he pleads not guilty. Uh, bail is denied, and they're going to set a court date. And. Uh, Obviously, this comes as a bit of a surprise to Foggy and Karen. They did not expect him to plead not guilty because he's guilty. Like, he killed these people mm. and he was ready to plead guilty before when he had the public defender. And now, now that Karen's spoken to him, he's like, no, 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 I'm going to plead not guilty. And she kind of she uh, theorizes that, that what will happen is that when they go to trial, all the stuff about his family come, will come out and the the true story about him will be told. It still does not negate the, I mean, negate the fact that he literally murdered and butchered uh, tens of people. And, yes. you know, like the guys on the meat hook, the Mexicans on the meat hooks. 
Mm. Let, let's say like ballpark, probably a hundred people is killed. Yeah, I, I can go with that. That might be a record. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, he's essentially a serial killer, mm-hmm. like that sort of with those kind of numbers. Yeah. I mean, how many, how many did they charge him for? They charged him for. Or was it nineteen? Thirty-seven murder charges. Oh, thirty-seven murder charges yeah. and ninety-eight uh, lesser offenses. Yeah. Okay. So like you're you're like possessing a firearm illegally mm-hmm. and, and like uh, jaywalking and all those other ones. Disturbing the peace. Yeah, all all of those uh, other ones. But I mean, there's some other charges that are gonna add to his sentencing time. But anyway, so he pleads not guilty, and there's gonna be a trial. So, meanwhile, uh, Matt and Electra are up on floor 13 and they avoid various patrols. Uh, they eventually get to the room that they need to get to, to f- and find a safe, which Matt cracks easily due to his enhanced hearing. However, the book that they're looking for is not there. So, Electra's like turning the office upside down, trying to find it, and has no luck. But Matt heals an electric current in the wall. And they work out that if you turn a bonsai plant, it will open a hidden door. <laughs> like most bonsai plants do. Yeah, so anytime I see a bonsai plant from now on, yep. I'm going to turn it just in case it opens a hidden door. Which I expect that every bonsai plant opens mm-hmm. a hidden door now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this show has that expectation. Because this is the only bonsai plant in the show, and it opens a door. So uh, The uh, the, sort, the head of security sort of guy finds uh, finds the accountant and realizes that they have an intruder on the 13th floor and security then realizes that the cameras are on a loop. Uh, Electra does manage to find the book and the Yakuza then shuts down the floor. Uh, Man and Electra fight off a few goons that head up to get them and they, they head down a couple of floors. And this is another one of those silhouette fights. Yes, yeah, which was quite cool, like yep. behind uh, behind like frosted glass. Yep. They're coming up with good way of way of ways, different ways to show a good fight. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that you couldn't see too much of this particular fight, but it looked quite cool. Yeah. It was striking. Anyway. They struck a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they head down a couple of floors, and uh, two goons uh, do eventually find them on the eleventh floor, cavorting. And <laughs> this was and, a great little. You know, it was Electra's idea, of course. Oh yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. I don't think Matt would have come up with this. Electra's like, yeah, I'm just going to toy with him some more, and like, this will get us out of this too. So they 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 kind of hatch a plan to uh, pretend to be like young lovers <laughs> and getting uh, a quickie in an o- in an yeah. empty office. Yeah. So these two goons mistake them for a couple of drunks, and Electra's like pretending to be drunk was hilarious, because <laughs> she's just like stumbling mm-hmm. about the place, going, "Oh, honey, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it was really funny. And so they they do manage to escape with the book because of this, and in the in the car when uh, Electra's taking Matt home, uh, Electra kind of reads through the ledger and. They discover that Roxon's doing something big. They've got invoices for drugs and guns and human trafficking. But they've also got a part of the book that is encoded. 
so in this book full of illegal things, you've got something that is written in code. So what are they hiding? What are they hiding? And Electra says to Matt, same time tomorrow, Matthew. And he's like, oh. <laughs> not again. But I mean, he's, got, he's, he's supposed to have a date with Karen tomorrow. What's mm. he going to do? Uh, the head of security for the Yakuza has his guy kill the two guards who let the uh, let the key card be stolen, and it looks like he is about to kill the accountant as well. And the accountant is like, "No, no, please don't kill me. I've never betrayed you, etc., etc. I I respect the Yakuza." And the, the guy just turns around to him and goes, "Who said I was Yakuza?" Yeah, that was weird. Hmm. And. Oh, oh, we'll become clear with that going forward. And yeah, I don't know if it's in the next, necessarily in the next episode, but he is not acting for the Yakuza, clearly. He's some other interest. Uh, when Matt gets home, Foggy is at his, his place, and uh, Foggy asks him, why are you fancy? <laughs> uh, and he doesn't Matt answer. Is- he does not answer him. He dodges the question. But uh, Foggy does tell Matt about Frank's trial. And he better have his schedule clear because the People versus Frank Castle starts next week. Which is very quick for a trial like oh, this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the DA has pulled all the strings to fast track everything. Uh, and Frank's just agreed to it. He's like, yeah, okay, let's let's do it. And, I mean, this is a huge profile trial. It is probably something they do want to uh, have taken care of fairly quickly. Mm. Um, so, yes, I can see why it would be expedited. But, and, uh, because things like, you know, you, you just don't want uh, the media circus that this is going to cause going on for the next... Uh, Two or three years. Mm. So, so, does is this something that happens in like the the real world over there when there's like a big kind of uh, case? Like this is this I is mean, still I, quick. By yeah, you know, this, this is still a uh, shotgun situation. To I would say, but uh, it happens. What's the sort of usual time quick. scale for for a trial to to happen for something like this? Six months to a year. Okay. Yeah, that's what that's what I kind of thought. Yeah. So like, a week, say two weeks, maybe from like his murder spree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, the arraignment would be fair, fairly quick, uh, but you know that was where he uh, pled not guilty, um, and then yeah, there would usually be some type of calendaring d- being done, and I think. There would most likely, you know, uh, Matt and or Nelson and Murdoch would probably appeal is the right word, but uh, request an extension hmm. because uh, you know that uh, no matter what happens to, no matter who he is, he still uh, is entitled to a fair trial. Yep. yep. And uh, you know. Uh, a having a you know having a real defense hmm. and not being able to and giving them a week to prepare his defense is a little ridiculous 
and probably especially, would. Especially when Daredevil is your lawyer and he's going to be busy doing Daredevil things. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that's that's another problem. But uh, the uh, idea that, uh, I mean, it would it would probably be almost grounds. Uh, it would be appealable and probably grounds for a mistrial. Hmm. I am not an attorney. I, de- I deal with attorneys a lot, uh, but uh, that that just sounds like uh, that that would not be considered fair. Hmm. Yep. And they certainly it would certainly give them a reason to appeal. That they weren't they weren't given uh, the time to mount a proper defense. Yes, so that was the the end of of that episode. Uh, what did you think of this one overall? It was a caper episode, so you know mm-hmm. I, I tend to like capers. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was good because it kind of changed it up from uh, you know while we've had some great. Uh, dialogues and non-action sequences, uh, especially with the Punisher. Uh, this one was a little more fun, carefree to an extent, I guess, because that's kind of how they're playing Electra, which I is not the way that I usually recollect uh, Electra, but so be it. Uh, she is a fun character. I guess. Yeah, I do, I do agree. Like, she seems a lot more fun than she is in the comic books. Yes. Like, she seems to enjoy what she does. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> I, I actually quite like her in, you know, like, this iteration of her. She's much more interesting than what I've read in the comic books of, of Electra, which is admittedly not a massive amount, but uh, anytime I've come across her, I've been like, oh, it's Electra. Cool. She's cool. like on this side or that side of, of the hand, or she's teaming up with Daredevil or fighting Daredevil. It's like yeah, she, yeah. She, she's she's a hand assassin. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, uh, she, she's uh, more of a somber character, I guess, in the comic book. I guess that's the right word. Yeah. So, um, for some reason. It's not an episode that really held my attention like the last few, but that's mm. probably because just of the subject matter. And, uh, you know, it wasn't one of those amazing uh, scenes that we've had in the last few episodes. But mm. uh, overall, yeah, it, was, it was decent. So have have you watched any further than that, or or is this where you're, you're <laughs> no. up to? Uh, no, okay. I tr- for, for some reason, and, you know, once... The first time I watched it, I think we were watching them back-to-back, and uh, I think I was multitasking at the time. And then I tried to watch it Monday night, but I was exhausted uh, hmm. after work. And I, I literally hit the couch, we started to watch it, and I fell asleep within within the first 15 minutes. Nothing okay. to do with the episode, <laughs> just my uh, sheer exhaustion. Um, yeah. So I, I actually watched it again tonight. So no, I have not gotten to see another episode yet. Okay, so I, I did like this episode. Um, I liked Matt and uh, Matt and Electra's mm-hmm. part. It was that was really good. 
Um, the the other stuff, like I, I did want more from Frank in this episode. Uh, but I think that he's kind of still in shock and recovering from like his injuries and whatnot. So you can kind of understand why he's a bit underplayed here. And they don't go for any like big speeches or anything like that from him, which like have been a kind of hallmark of him mm-hmm. in in the series so far. And he didn't have any of that in this episode. It was just kind of generic or uh, grunts and like one word answers and little little bits and pieces. But yeah, I think we'll get that going forward. It'll come back. So. Um, yeah, I, I like, well, I, well, I like the interaction between Matt and Electra yep. because he's very businesslike and she's having fun. She's being flirty. Mm. She's that, but at the same time, she's that ex-girlfriend you just can't get rid of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the one that still wants to be friends and actually mm-hmm. means it. Yeah, and you're well, like, no, just go die is... in a fire, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't want to see you again. Term. Yeah, but, I, I think I... friends is a loose term. Yeah, she she knows that he's got something that she needs and can help her mm-hmm. get to her end goals, and she's using him essentially. She is, but I think she's still carrying a torch for him. A, a little bit, yeah. She obviously like. She wants to play with his billy club. Fondly. Yeah. <laughs> she wants to fondle the horns. Um. So I mean, is she? And yeah, I mean, and he's just like, no, go away. You're a sick, twisted bitch. I really don't want to see you again. Um, I'm not, you know. Uh, I, you know, like it is like, look, I have moved on in my life uh, from the 10 years ago when you left. Hmm. So, uh, you know, and you can tell that he, he he's kind of in denial hmm. to an extent. Yeah, I think. because although he is saying all this, yep, he's like, yeah, I've moved on. I've got like, I've got. I've got a new person in my life. Like he's got, he's got Karen now and whatnot, and he's busy with his law stuff, and he's busy being Daredevil, like taking down the bad guys. When she, when she calls upon him, he goes running yep. <laughs> every time. Every time. So yeah, I mean, he could have, he could have told that driver no. He's like, no, I'm not coming. But you know, he went. So, but yeah, overall. Uh, fun episode uh i i like the fact that they try and break things up a bit and uh it's not the same show every week which i think is which is uh which i think uh makes for a better show because you you don't get bored with it Mm. yep okay Yes, so I think that that about about does it for for this week. Um, did we get any tweets or anything? Yep, mm-hmm. a couple. Uh, da, 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 da. I I oh, it must be a maybe it's a message. Hang on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I still have to pay off on our uh, outro. I will be in touch with you, Stephen, and we will. I think I got all the information here. And okay, yeah, we will. Obviously, be, we'll we'll not read that on the show. 
Yes. <laughs> and I, I, I am going to ask him uh, one question. Uh, what do I have? I have... I think I have Star Trek or a Walking Dead shirt. DM me what you want. <laughs> Those are the two I know off the top of my head. I think I have a Labyrinth shirt, too. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, sometimes the shirts I get from Loot Crate, just I have no interest in. <laughs> but, yeah, in his size, I have uh, a Star Trek. I think I have a Walking Dead, and I I think, unless I give it to my wife, a Labyrinth shirt somewhere around here. <laughs> But we will get. Uh, I, I'm already starting to put stuff together. I got my new loot crate, loot crate today. It came with a Rick and Morty shirt. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm going to keep that one. Um, but yeah, I uh, I'm starting to put stuff. To, I'm I am going to put a box together, and we will get that out to you. Couple of yes, we do have a couple of tweets. Let me pull them up here. Something. Uh, Something on Jessica Jones that James Warren wrote. I'll take a look at that in a second, or you can pull that one up. Mike, uh, cast a shield. Listening to Chip talk about Hulk and Iron Girl has me imagine, imagining him building a tall wall around his favorite comic book store. Yeah, yeah. I mean, keep these infidels out of my out of my comics. I, I don't want the. I do not want this chocolate in my peanut butter. God damn it! Just no. Tony Stark, Bruce Banner, Peter Parker, Steve Rogers, and well, Don Blake. If you really want to, if you want to give Thor a human thing, but Don Blake was just a tool. Um, yeah, he was. Terrible character. Absolutely he, awful. He was. I mean, no, just keep the chocolate out of the peanut butter, all right? Okay. Peanut butter belongs on a hamburger, not 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 in my chocolate, all right? Mm. And if you haven't had peanut butter on a hamburger, trust me, it's good. Bacon, peanut butter, nice piece of cheese, no ketchup, you'll love it. Uh... Mike sent another one. Shield gets fourth season on Big Four TV network. Supergirl booted to Bald Headed Step Network with other DC shows. Marvel TV failing. Here's the thing. Um, Supergirl's numbers, and I would have to go back, and I, I will try and remember to look this up, may have been better than uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s. CBS is just uh, has just ridiculous requirements for numbers, mm. and uh, we're you know, a sh yeah, CW a, a show that gets a point a uh, one point one one point four is a big deal to them. Mm. That yeah. that is a big number for the CW. That is a cancellation number on CBS. Same kind of yeah. same kind type of numbers with um Hellblazer. You know, uh Oh, Constantine. Yeah, yeah Constantine. Constantine. Uh so and NBC just didn't want to carry the show uh because the numbers weren't up to what a major network requires. 
That that one is supposedly uh, going to be coming back to the CW as well, Constantine. Okay. Uh, supposedly it's getting season two on the CW. That's not officially confirmed yet, but it's the, uh, the, the there was a bunch there was a bunch of talk around that, like okay. when it first got cancelled. But now after he's had a successful uh, bit part in Arrow, and uh, I think he's like they talked about him coming to Legends tomorrow and, and stuff as well. I don't know that he ever did. Well, I think uh, I think season two of Legends of Tomorrow. The idea is that it's gonna the the cast could rotate different people in. Yeah, but it looks like he is probably coming back in Constantine season two on the CW. Okay, which makes sense. I mean, I think it's a better fit there. And like like you said, there's less expectation for the numbers and whatnot. Right, and you know the rest of the DC universe is over there, and yep, they're they're doing well now. Meek saying that Marvel, Marvel TV is failing. They have one show. They they had two. One got canceled. They were going to have a third. The pilot got. Uh, the pilot did not get picked up. There's rumors of surrounding additional shows coming, but the I'm surprised. Shield has lasted this long. I really hmm. am. I I think. Uh, season one and season two were decent. I think this year's numbers kind of dropped a little bit. Um, maybe it was because this season wasn't as good as one and two. And I think you and I agree on that. Um, so, some were. Some things were better. Some things were not as good. Uh, yeah. So I think um, we're... these We're... Marvel has one show. DC has, what, four shows? Five if you consider Gotham. Six mm. if you consider iZombie. Mm. <laughs> well, that's but a different It's a, a Vertigo title. Um, so I, DC, has, DC has figured out how to do comic book shows well on television. They can't do mm. them for, in the movies worth shit, but they... Uh, they... I do have I I find that the DC I like the DC DC shows probably better than cast, uh, Marvel's Agents of Shield to an extent because they are true comic book shows. Marvel's Agents of Shield has some superhero elements to it, but it's not uh it's not Flash it's not Supergirl Supergirl is a great show. And I still recommend you watch it uh, this summer uh, because they they do. There's a lot more ties to the DC universe. Uh, these these shows exist as a DC universe. You you get characters. Shield, other than vague references, there have not been that. There has not been as many cool Marvel universe moments in four seasons of S.H.I.E.L.D. as there were in one season of Supergirl or uh, Flash. Yeah, I can. I, I definitely see where you're coming from with that. I do think it's cool that it's tied to the movies, but it is the movies that's hampering that. Like, they can't use any of these characters, the big characters or anything like that, because they are so like ingrained into the, the movie universe, and it's a I assume it's a real pain for them, like 
if not impossible for them to get things over. Like even getting Nick Fury must have been a, a struggle for them to get him in for that one episode. Like the I don't think it was. was I, I don't think it was. I think it in was, terms of budget and stuff. Well, he, you know, he, he can he can agree to do it for scale. He doesn't have yeah. you know he doesn't have to just be, if if he's a friend of Jeff Loeb's if he's uh, you know part of the Marvel thing maybe there's even something in his contract for a you know a cameo or something, but you know he could agree to do the show for scale. If he wanted to, but I mean they can't have those characters do too much in the show because then they'd have to like discuss it in the movie using up movie time, which is very like tight as is. Yes and no. Uh, it de- I mean it depends. You can still have these things coexist, and you know do do you really need them to? Do you really need the TV and the and the the, the it, it was a cool idea to have the TV and the movies connected, but it has failed for the most part. It is it is mentioned other than other than the Winter Soldier, which had huge ramifications for Shield. Mm. Uh, other than that, it has completely failed. Well, I, I wouldn't quite go so far as to say it's. Failed. I do think that the movies should have taken some of the stronger characters from the TV show and used them like to their full potential, like as even like as background characters or or whatnot. Like Coulson's the only one that you you've seen have any impact on the movies whatsoever. When that was all before he was in the show. When Age of Ultron, yeah, and yeah, obviously Clark Gregg came over from the movies, um, but when. Age of Ultron and the Helicarrier showed up. We should have seen at least like Melinda May. Yep. Or so you know, at some some of the team there helping uh, the re, uh, the refugees uh, on, into the lifeboats and onto the Helicarrier. Not and and that was when it's like they're done. They they've basically cut ties. They'll have. Stupid little references to each other, or the, the the television show will have some references. They'll be vague. They'll be, oh by the way, Peggy Carter died, or mm. oh by the way, uh, these Sokovian Accords. Uh, you know, your team, you're you're gonna have to reveal your your secret warriors. Uh, they did not. They neither neither impacts the other. And if you're going to do this, you have to do it a hundred percent. You have, you know, there has to be coordination. There has to be uh, communication. There has to, uh, and they they have to do a better job. And they failed miserably. As to the television shows, DC has, like we said, six. Marvel has one plus the Netflix series, which are not on network television. And I would say the net uh, the Netflix stuff is better than Shield as well. Shield is a good show, but it is not of the caliber of the stuff they're putting on Netflix. Do you know I like Shield better than Jessica Jones, uh, but Daredevil is better. To, well, the other problem is they're very. 
different. They're almost different genre shows to an extent. Um, you know, Shield is more of a uh, spy organization, global organization, uh, more dealing with global or national threats. Where Daredevil and Jessica Jones are threats to the neighborhood. So I mean, you also have that. So you have that going, but. I really loved the story of Jessica Jones. I thought it was a fantastic season. Um, I I thought the sh- I really enjoyed the show. I enjoy Shield, but it's more of a casual. It, it's more of a fun show than uh, a serious. It's it, it's just a di- it's different style, different genre, and it's made for network TV. And I would think if you want to compare network to network t- shows, you have to go Flash or Arrow or Supergirl to Shield, and I think I would give it to Flash over Shield. Yeah, I kind of would as well. Flash is a great show. Like, so, uh, I would say even if you don't particularly like, if you're not interested in DC comics, if you like superheroes, you probably like the Flash. It's a great show. And you gotta throw Gotham in there because Gotham but was phenomenal last year. Um, the villains, but uh, the Marvel has hasn't done. Marvel just has Shield, and they they're they're wasting the potential. They're wasting the potential of the Marvel universe. Uh, you know, we if you're going to do a DC thing, and unfortunately, ABC, Disney. Well, they do have a channel. It's just not as big as the CW. The CW is hmm. almost a, uh, a fifth major network. I think you can call it the fifth major network. Um, hmm. You know, they have that I don't freestyle channel or ABC Family. It's the one you watch. Uh, it's the one that I think Pretty Little Liars was on, which I think is a show okay. you used to watch. Uh, but that is, you know, that is. Uh, a fairly low-rated cable channel. Hmm. You know, probably lower than Sci-Fi, USA. You know, it's it's a very it's a lower tier. Uh, I I I don't think I've ever watched anything on it to be honest. <laughs> um, not, not a fan of Pretty Little Liars, Chip. I I you know I probably would, if I had I probably would get into it if I watched it if it has a bunch of hot chicks, but um. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, so they so they have their quote unquote secondary network. It is not on the same tier as the CW, and they could develop Moon Knight, She Hulk, uh, Hell, uh, whatever show they want, Squirrel Girl, uh, whatever shows they wanted. They they have an outlet for it. It is not. Uh, you know, maybe it could become as big as the CW because the CW is becoming the comic book net, uh, network almost, the DC network. Um, but Marvel hasn't done that. You need more than one show. Fantastic Four TV show announced this week. My prediction. <laughs> <laughs> by Marvel Studios, not by Fox. Yeah. So, but, you know. That, that that's my argument there so 
But feel free to tweet us back your thoughts. Uh, Andy, we uh, I, th- I think we're done. Yeah, I mean, the, the other tweets were basically just sending us articles that we've pretty much already discussed. Okay, we, we discussed this one that James sent on Jessica Jones. Um, oh, yeah, it's the Emmy nominations. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. All right, uh, then let's uh, wrap this up so you can get to bed. Mm-hmm, yep. <laughs> um, Andy, when you're not winning an Emmy, where can people find you? <laughs> when you're not not winning an Emmy, when you're getting snubbed yeah. by the Emmys, there we go. <laughs> so you can find me absolutely getting snubbed by the the Emmys and, and most major award shows <laughs> on uh, Forty Two Level One with Ali every Tuesday, four thirty Eastern, one thirty Pacific, nine thirty Greenwich Mean Time, live on AllGames.com. We talk uh, TV shows, movies. Um, sometimes comic books, though not as often nowadays, and mainly video games. And this week we had yourself on, Chip. Yep. I was about to say, you had an awesome guest this week. but uh. Yeah. Great, great <laughs> guest, Mr. Chip Seller, joined us, joined us this week for a, a, a rambling discussion about all things, everything. <laughs> yeah, we talked. We, we, it was weird because, as usual, anytime I come on the show, your co-host uh, runs and hides. Yep. <laughs> but we we, fi- we finally pulled him out of the closet and got him to join the show this week. And uh, but yeah, uh, I was expecting to be more of a guest, and it was sort of the Chip and Andy show for the first hour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like all right, I'll it's call. I'll be a guest. Place. Just you know, you know, comment here and there. And now it's it's the Chip and Andy show. Uh, and yeah, it was nice though because it, g- it gave a chance to, for you and I to talk about things other than the Marvel universe for a little while and. Uh, we talk games. We talk some different television shows. Mm. It was a lot of fun. And, yeah, and Allie eventually joined us as well. Um, you can find me Tuesday nights on allgames.com as well, except I'm on at 9 p.m. Eastern on the B-Team podcast with my co-hosts Ryan, Fred, and Eli. We talk movies and a little bit movies and TV, mainly games and tech. Um, and we have a good time doing it. This week it was just uh, Ryan, Fred, and I. And we, it was a good show. We had a lot of fun. And it was Pokemon Go free this week. Oh, I, I kind of want to say I think we're done with Pedo Man Go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, go check it out. Uh, so we will see you guys next week for Episode 7. And remember, people... We're all just one bad day from becoming the Punisher. See you next week. Good night.